I love to be encouraged by Orchardville Church people. Hope you do too. But when you just walk in the building, I get to walk in here every day, but when you walk in the building on a Sunday, it just, if your spirits are down, they get lifted right away. Uh, And you can choose to let them get lifted or you can choose to stay down. But when I walk in, I just feel something different. On a Sunday, it's just, this is good. It's a good place to be. I'm loved. Not only by my father, but by all these people. Maybe not all of them, but most of them love me and encourage me. And I appreciate that so much. I know you guys do also. We are finishing up our series on prayer. I realize it is Palm Sunday. And I recognize Jesus, how he was celebrated as he went into Jerusalem. And everything that went on and was leading up to that week, uh, next week of Easter. Now I'm going to tell you guys right now, invite some people to Easter service next weekend, all right? It's going to be good. I just, I'm not even going to tell you what the music lineup is. I'm preaching a message called the comeback, get up out of that grave. And it's not going to just be about Jesus getting up out of the grave. It's going to be about delivering a lot of people that are a lot, dealing with a lot of things and getting up out of your own personal graves that you've been stuck in for a while. This week, we're going to finish up our series on prayer. We talked about it in the first week how there's power in prayer and how we sometimes we don't utilize that enough. And then last week we went over the Lord's Prayer and the guidance that Jesus gives us to pray. And Doris, I want to thank you for sending me that little note after church. She has a Lord's Prayer paper that she has and it's kind of personalized and she reads over that each day, I believe. So I just got encouragement from that as soon as the service was over. She had handed me that. So thank you for that. This week, we're going to tackle a tough subject something I've dealt with in my life as a Christian, and that is unanswered prayers. Unanswered prayers. And a question for you this morning, have you ever prayed a prayer that you just knew God was going to answer? Anybody in here? You've prayed a prayer, I know God's going to answer this. I know he's going to do it. And not only that, but you just knew he was going to answer it exactly how you wanted him to? (laughs) Guilty. Now, Have you ever thought like that, prayed like that, and it didn't happen? Those are the tough ones. And as we talk about unanswered prayers this morning, um, I want to open up with some personal stories of mine where I felt like I had some unanswered prayers. One of those things was Sarah's mom. You guys have heard our story and my testimony on this, but for those that haven't, I just want to give you a little short thing that her mom was diagnosed with cancer and... We prayed, and we prayed, and we prayed, and she died from cancer. Uh, We had special prayer meetings. I marched around their house like so many times. You may not even know that. One night, I just went out, and I thought, I'm just going to do like Jericho, and this cancer is going to fall. So I'm just going to, I felt like I was doing what the Lord wanted me to, and I marched around her house and prayed and prayed and prayed one night. Sarah physically, I don't know if she remembers this, but had her prayer meeting at the church. She physically threw up as she was praying, and she felt like that was a thing from God, like, here comes the cancer. It's gone. It's out. And her mom died from cancer. Another thing in our lives, um, prayed and prayed for a baby, baby blessing day, and got pregnant with our first child. I'm still pregnant, but... But we prayed and prayed and prayed and, and believed God. We knew God gave us this child, and then we miscarried and lost the child. Unanswered prayer. 
we felt like. That was tough. I know other people in here have experienced that loss and not understanding why that had to happen. And then our son's born after that, six months, eight months, we got pregnant with him after the miscarriage. And we find out that he was born with a heart defect with only half of his heart developing. Again, God, we prayed for a child and you've blessed us with a child and now there's something wrong with the child. We're trusting you. You know, I didn't trust him right away. I was angry at first when we went through that and didn't have an answer. You know, we prayed for a child and then there's something wrong with Jackson and we don't know if he's going to make it. God, we can't go through this again. I was angry. And he's here today doing well. So in my own personal life, in our life as a couple, we've had what we feel like have been unanswered prayers, things that went wrong and and they didn't happen the way we thought they would. But the first thing I want to tell you guys this morning is there's no such thing as an unanswered prayer. You say, how can you say that? You had some bad things happen. I can confidently tell you that when we pray, God hears us. And if he didn't, that would mean that he didn't care about what we had to say. He didn't care about communicating with us. He didn't want to talk to me. And that's just not true. So I do, to, as I stand here today, I, be, I don't believe there's a thing called unanswered prayer. I think God hears everything we say to him. It's important to realize that just because God does not answer our prayers in the way that we want him to, does not mean that they're unanswered. We talked about last week, his will be done. And we don't always want to pray like that. We pray like, my will be done. This is what I want, God. If you pray for a new car and God doesn't give you a new car, is that an unanswered prayer? No, it's not. It's just a prayer that was answered differently than what you wanted it to be answered. And we have to understand that this morning. When prayers are answered differently than you wanted them to be or differently than you feel like they should be, it can be frustrating. How many of you let your frustrations know to God sometimes on prayers that he answered a different way? Than, yeah. Woo! I've had a lot of talks with him now. I was very frustrated, very angry, lack of knowledge and understanding about why he did the thing he did. It can, it can even feel like God's ignoring you But again, I promise you that he is not. Our first scripture this morning, Psalm 116. Psalm 116, verses 1 and 2. It says, I love the Lord because he hears my voice and my prayer for mercy. Because he bends down to listen, I will pray as long as I have breath. So you see, that's who you're praying to. It's a God that listens, that bends down to hear what you have to say when you speak to him. He doesn't just sit up there in heaven dodging our prayers. Oh, no, he's asking again for something. I'm not going to listen. He hears everything that we say. And he turns his ear towards us to listen. So we can be confident this morning that God hears our prayers. And that should be easy, but it's not. We're human. We're human, and our minds like to play tricks on us sometimes, and the enemy likes to speak against things that we're praying but there's, got, there's times when God doesn't answer your prayers like you want him to. And you have to be okay, maybe not okay with it, but you have to understand that that happens. You don't always get what you ask for. 
You don't, you don't get it the way you ask for it either. Sometimes God does it in a different way. It's quiet in here. No matter how much you love him, no matter how much you pray, sometimes it's just hard. Life is hard. And God has other things in store. So how are we supposed to deal with that? How are we supposed to deal with what we think might be unanswered prayers or our frustrations or things didn't go the way we wanted them to? Uh, God, you didn't do what I asked you to do. You failed me. You let me down. How are we supposed to deal with that? It's one simple, small word. Trust. Trust. I asked six gentlemen, and maybe only five, but I'll need one more, to come up here this morning. Six of you, come on. If I talked to you yesterday, stand right out here. I'm about to do a little something crazy. Three of you on this side, three of you on this side. Ooh, I have six, all right. Just move in just a little bit, guys. Now, we're talking about a small word that has a lot of meaning to it. My wife's already whispering back over there. (laughs) Trust, 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 trust. We have to trust God. I have to trust these six men here in just a second. Okay? I trust them. I do. I wouldn't have reached out to them. There were some jokes made when I reached out to him yesterday. Why don't you go off the top one and we'll for sure catch you. <laughs> but I trust them. I know them. Pretty good. I actually said, if you guys don't catch me, will you at least be my pallbearers at the funeral? <laughs> so I'm going to trust right now, okay? I'm going to trust that these guys are going to do what they tell me they'll do, which is catch me. Okay, here we go. Count of three. One, two, three. Thank you, guys. I didn't even sink or anything. <laughs> Tommy said stay off the donuts. I thought I'd give a little, but it's good. Trust. I trust them. Why can't I trust God the same way? No matter what I pray and however he answers, I need to trust. But it didn't go like I wanted it to. I still need to trust. But I really needed that to happen in my life. I really needed that job. I still have to trust. But why would, why would we have to lose a baby? Why, why was her mom have to die from cancer? I still have to trust. Because life is hard sometimes. And I have to understand that God still has my best intentions in mind no matter what I'm facing here on earth. Trust. We say we walk this Christian walk in faith. In faith. That's those things we can't see. Why is it so difficult when we think it's an unanswered prayer and we're praying something? Why is it so difficult to keep that faith and that trust in God through that time? I've seen people walk away from God because they didn't get a prayer answered like they wanted. God doesn't love me. I'm done with him. 
I cussed him out in the waiting room. I'm always real. I was angry when he was born with a heart defect and we didn't know if he was going to make it. I was mad. And I let him know about it. But I realized he was the only way that was going to get us. He was the only one that was going to get us through it. I had to put my trust in him. And I'm not always going to understand everything that God does, and I have to be okay with that too. I don't think I'm going to get to heaven and say, listen, we've got some things to talk about while I'm up here. And we all have those questions like, why, why did you do this at that point in my life? But I really don't think with the splendor and glory and everything we're going to get to see that we're going to even think about that stuff. We're going to say, I made it. I made it. Look at this. It was worth it. Everything that I didn't even understand, it was worth it to know you and the glory of the Lord. But we have to trust. We have to trust that God's going to answer our prayers, and if he answers them differently than we hoped, it's because he knows what's best for us. And even then, we still might have questions, but you need to trust. You've got to trust him. Proverbs 3, 5, 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Right there says we should trust in God. Trust in him. And we should also, this is the hard part, avoid leaning on our own understanding. I have a small mind. No amens. You have a small mind compared to what God knows. For the plans that God has. We want to try to figure things out on our own and, and try to understand what he's doing in that situation at that particular time. But we can't. We just have to trust and lean on him and not what we want to think in our minds. If you truly trust God with all your heart, then you'll trust that he's answering a prayer the way he sees best. If you truly trust him. The way he sees best. No matter what we think. And if you know that you should not lean on your own understanding on things, that's when we remember that my concepts, my understanding is so small compared to the big plan that God has for my whole entire life. I might get stuck in a moment thinking about one little piece of the puzzle and God's looking at the whole thing. So if I don't get something right when I pray for it, that's because he knows I might need something else or something better. He sees the whole picture, and I'm focused in on this one little request, and it didn't go my way. Trust. God knows how much growth and change is going to happen to you over the years. You don't know that. I mean, that'd be like buying my whole wardrobe for 15 years from now, right now. That's crazy. Some of you are still wearing those clothes from 10 <laughs> I got like a rotation of eight shirts I wear <laughs> for the last five years, I'm sure. So. But God sees this big picture, and we wouldn't, we wouldn't buy clothes right now to wear 15 years down the road. And just because God doesn't answer something right now the way you want him to doesn't mean he doesn't see the big picture of things and what's best for you in the future. 
Romans 8, 28. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. How many of you guys believe that? No, I mean really believe it. Anytime I read a scripture, you're going to say, yeah, I believe it. I sure do. But how many of us really believe it, that he works all things, the good and what we perceive as bad, together for the good in our lives? He's working for a good. And when God's working for your good, that's the best good you can ever get. Why is it so hard to feel that way sometimes? Why is it so hard to trust? Give me another volunteer. Let me look out here amongst the peoples. Justine. <laughs> She's like, no! Come here, Justine. I've never done this to her, and I will pay for it tomorrow. Come here, Justine, all the way up here. Come over here, Justine. Hi. Justine, I have $10 for you. Since you're raised for the week. Would you like this $10? Okay, here you go. You can have it. Now, uh, that's not it. Now, Justine, I gave you the $10 and you took it. You're good with it, right? What if I told you that if you'll give me that $10 back, I'll let you have whatever's behind that curtain. <laughs> Whether it's good or bad, you give me your $10 back and you take what's back there. Let, let me do, who's somebody you trust out here? <laughs> let me tell you some stories. Okay? Carlin, oh, I know she trusts you. Come here, Carlin. You trust him, right? Carlin, what if I allow Carlin, don't be trying to peek back there, what if I allow Carlin to go back there and see what's back there and let you know if you should trade or not? Okay, go ahead, Carlin. There's a bag, there's a gift bag back there. You just kind of thumb through it a little bit. Don't bring it out here. Oh. He might be in this stuff. Okay, Carlin, you've had a chance to look. Come on out. Should, she's got 10 bucks. Should Justine trade in, give me that, you know, give me that 10 bucks and trade in for what's back there in the back. <laughs> no, the, based on what you saw, Carlin, should Justine give me that $10 and take that gift? Will you do it? Yes, go ahead and get her the gift to Carlin. Let's show her what she's won. <laughs> oh, she's got a Domino's gift card for $10 already. And then she's got a Coke. If I'd known it was going to be you, I would have got a Diet Mountain Dew. Oh, she's got some, a lot of candy in here too. But the point is, what happened here? trust before she called up someone that she trusted to go back there and look she wasn't too sure but now that she has someone that she trusted 
She took their word for it that that was going to be better than the $10 I offered her. It's the same thing with God. Same thing with God. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. No, you don't know. Brylan doesn't get any of that. <laughs> she had a choice. She had a choice. Keep the $10. And that's good. That's good. Or she could trust what Carlin said was back behind there was better for her than the $10 I tried to give her. Same thing when we offer prayers to God and he doesn't answer the way we think he should, we have to trust that he has better for us and he's working things out for our good. He cares about us more than we can ever imagine. He wants what's best for you in every situation. And, and again, sometimes you still can't uh, figure that out in your mind. I still don't know what the good is out of that, but you have to trust. You have to trust. And you got to be confident that just because I didn't get this doesn't mean that he doesn't have something better for me. He's looking at the big picture of what's going on. If our praise team would come back up. As I just made a couple of them sit down. I'll be honest with you guys this morning that trusting God can be difficult at times. It truly can. When, when, again, when we try to lean on our own understanding, it can be very difficult to trust him. But I'm telling you right now, and I can give several testimonies of my the best option. And again, there's never unanswered prayers because God does not sit up there and ignore us or dodge things that we say. He's always listening. He's always bending down to hear what we have to say. But we have to trust that even though this isn't exactly how I pictured it, this isn't what I wanted, I want your will to be done, and I trust that you have good for me. This faith thing requires trust. You have to trust him. I'm kind of baffled sometimes and you know I told you guys every time I preach I'm preaching to myself I am baffled at times the lack of trust and faith we have when things don't go our way I am I am amazed at how quick I can shut off my faith because God didn't answer my prayer the way I thought he should or something tough comes up in my life and I don't trust him that's what we're doing that's our faith so when those difficult times come, those hard times come, those trials come, the things that don't make sense, when they come, we are not to run away from God. We're to run to him and say, I trust you anyway. I trust you in spite of this, that you've got good for me. And you know what's best for me. I trust you. But a lot of times I see Christians going the other way. Like, I, I don't have money to pay the bills. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do here, so I'm just going to take off from you, God, because... I don't have the faith. When he's saying, you still have to trust me. And I think so many times people may miss out on a blessing God has for them because they quit during the struggle. He's not left you. He's not forsaken you. He's working things for your good. So don't give up in the middle of it. 
Know that he's looking out for you. Know that he hears you. And again, I know that's difficult at times when you don't see things changing. But trust. Trust. If you guys will stand this morning. Bow your heads. When things come up in life, we've got a couple choices. And we pray and we pray and we pray. We have choices right after that. We've got two choices as we pray. We can react like I was just talking about by not trusting God. We can get mad that we didn't get what we wanted. We can worry about what that means for our lives. And we can feel like, God, you're not answering my prayers at all. Or we can go with the second option. And this is what I encourage you to do this morning, to trust God. To trust God. Trust God. So God, even if it's not answered the way I want it to be, God, if I'm praying, it needs to be through your will be done. So God, this morning, Lord, if there's people dealing with some stuff right now in life, and they don't quite understand what's going on, Lord, help them to not lean on their own understanding. Help them to embrace you, Father, in this, in this battle, in this trial, in this season they're in, and to trust you, to trust that you're working all things out for their good, that you've not left them, you've not forsaken them, that you have them in the palm of your hand and you are watching over them, God. Lord, I pray right now if there's anybody that's dealing with something this morning that just needs to put their trust in you or that they would come to this altar and find strength and a peace in trusting you through this right now, God. God, you are our healer. You are our deliverer. You are our strong tower. You are everything. And Lord, if we're we're walking, truly walking with you, Father, we have to be able to 100% put our trust in you. So God, this morning as, as we sing and we worship, Holy Spirit, tug on people's hearts. They're in this moment right now, God, that they need to trust you. Father, if there's nobody, if there's somebody in here, Father, that does not know you, They don't know you as their Savior. God, I pray right now they would trust in who you are and who you want to be in their life. And they would give their life to you this morning. Father, I just praise you and I thank you for right right now, Father, what you're going to do in this place this morning. Father, I pray we respond. I pray, Father, that if we have a need, we come. Because, God, you are moving in our midst. We are trusting you, God. We're being obedient to you, God. And I pray that we do this this morning as we pray and we worship. Do what you want to do, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. i uh-huh.
watching on.